Welcome into the Thursday edition of our In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com. It's Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. No stake on the Thursday card, so we'll just go right through the pick four, which starts in race seven, and then give you our pick four tickets at the end. Seventh race starts it off, Jim. It's a non-winners of two allowance, Phillies and Mayors three and up, going the marathon distance of a mile and a half on the turf course. And you got some stakes caliber horses in here, so it's a nice field. Where did you land? Yeah, it seems like we always get nice fields on these marathon turf races. Uh, that, that's It's not hard to fill a to fill a field with a very competitive race. I landed on Delta's Kingdom, the eight, for Belmont and Florent Giroux. Um, this horse uh, broke her maiden at Keeneland back in April of 19, so she's got some experience over the track. Uh, she's not been a mile and a half, but she stretched out to a mile and five sixteenths the last time out at Kentucky Downs and got the highest buyer of her career. So I think she's going to like a mile and a half. I think Giroux rides her back in here after the riding the last two times. With uh, And she ran she ran okay in that uh, $492,000 stakes race at Kentucky Downs. So uh, this is a class drop for her. Um, so I think Delta's Kingdom has a big shot here. But the other horse that I like, and I'm only going to use two when we get to the pick four, is Eliad, the one horse for Chad Brown, Castellano coming out of Glen Falls, and only got beat by two links to Civil Union um, at a mile and three-eighths. Uh, this horse has been a mile and a half overseas in France, and uh, so can run all day, I'm sure. So Chad gets her ready. Uh, he's only had a couple wins at the at the meet, but he hasn't had that many horses run here. He's two for 12 going into today. So uh, I think um, Elliott has a big shot. As far as a, a long shot in here, um, always look at Bayerano. Uh, he's riding really well right now, and he's got the five horse for Vicky Oliver. Needs to step up her game a little bit coming off a disappointing outing at Ellis Park behind Delta's Kingdom. Uh, and Romantic Pursuit for Brendan Walsh. I didn't include her in here, but she would be my third horse if I used a third horse in the pick four uh, coming out of stakes races. Uh, last year at Aqueduct, uh, only got beat two lengths in a grade three and only got beat uh, at Gulfstream, a length and a quarter in a grade three, very one back in February. So her last two races haven't been as good at Woodbine. Uh, she does have a good race over the Keeneland track and allowance race back in July. So Romantic Pursuit would be my third choice in here, but I'm going to stick with two when we get to the pick four. I'm on the same three. I did actually pick a romantic pursuit on top. I thought she was too far back in that race uh, in July here at Keeneland. It was uh, playing very much to early speed, and uh, she uh, needed to be closer to have a chance to win that day. Dropping out of a grade two, like uh, Elliot is, and uh, I like that Tyler Gaffleone is coming back to ride this one. So I'm going to take romantic pursuit to win, but I'm going to use the uh, the other two that you like, Delta's Kingdom and Elliot. I think it's it's definitely one of those three. The eighth race is a maiden event, mile on the 16th, Phillies and Mayors three and up. Ended up on a financial one here for Chad Brown. I thought that was a solid debut after a slow start. Came back with a bullet work on October 1st, and uh, I'm going to go with that one, but uh, this is, uh, I, I'm, I'm a, I would like to go deeper than I'm going to go in this race because, uh, uh, I'm going to have to uh, limit it. I'm going to take the horse on the outside, which I don't really like that post position in this spot, but Black Magic Woman from the Pletcher Stable uh, is uh, the other one I'm going to use in here. A um, couple other horses that are worth a look. Vellanelle for Brad Cox, and then Powder River making the second start off the layoff and Norm Cassie's 19% on the turf-to-dirt move. So um, I think both of those uh, merit a look. 
But I'm going to go financial one in here, but it's not a, a real strong opinion. How about you? Yeah, I'm not strong here either. I, I, and all the horses I like are on the outside. You were talking about Black Magic Woman. Uh, probably should be the favorite in here off that 77 buyer last time out. Um, question as to whether she can get an easy lead from that 12 hole, but there's not a whole lot of other speed signed on in here. looks like Villanelle has got some speed for Brad Cox, but uh, she may get an easy lead from out there, but she may get used a lot too at a mile of 16. So uh, I'm going to use Black Magic Woman. also going to use Financial One, the one that you liked. Uh, the one I would pick is Tis Emotional Gold for Joe Talamo and Michelle Nehi. Um Michelle's not a high-percentage high trainer, but uh, she does get them ready, and, and she seems to sneak up on people every once in a while. So Tis Emotional Gold at 6-1 to one is very appealing here. Also going to use Villanelle Financial One. And I want to throw in Sovereign Appeal. This horse has not been running well lately, but if you go back three races at Churchill, she threw a 76 buyer in there, which would really uh, fit here well. So if she's... Back on her game for Brian Lynch, she's going to fit at 10-1 to 1 for Pachissa. So uh, going to go a little deeper in the pick four here. Uh, not a strong opinion at all. The uh, eighth race is the allowance feature on the Thursday card. Um, stakes caliber group here, and you've got uh, horses going a mile and a 16th on the turf in this allowance event. How do you see it? Yeah, we have a lot of races like this where uh, it, it's called an allowance race, but it, uh, it, it could be a stakes race very easily. I saw it. I, I think that I need to see before uh, we make a final pick. I don't like Ameri- American Tattoo, the one horse, but I like English B, the one A. So, big difference if they scratch out one of these two. Uh, so I'm assuming that they're that they're either both going to go or the English B stays in. So I'm going to go with the one for Grand Motion, coming off a really uh, a really good run at Kentucky Down, second off a layoff. Got 97, 99 buyers all through the running lines. Um, hasn't run that well at Keeneland, but didn't run that badly. Only got beat a length in the Maker's Mark Mile last year. Finished sixth, but that was a blanket finish, as you recall. So I think uh, English B has a big shot. Uh, also going to use Ramsey Solution, who, uh, who finished in front of English B last time out of Kentucky Downs. Spectacular gym for, spectacular gym for Jim Baker. Um, uh, if, if she gets the if he gets the lead, he's going to be tough to handle. And uh, title ready for Dallas Stewart has a shot at fifteen to one. Mister Dumas for Michael Maker has a big shot uh, in here for Gaffleyon coming off that Turf Classic at Churchill, where he was just kind of stuck in the middle and didn't really didn't really fire. But you toss that one and uh, he's he fits really well in here. And then Monarchs Glen for Danny Gargan. Um, Gargan doesn't have many horses here, but a uh, really good trainer out of New York, a 24% trainer on the year. And Monarchs Glen comes off a Saratoga race where you can completely toss because they took it off the turf. Go back to the turf races the last four or five, and uh, there's no way he's going to be 10 to 1 in here. So going to go deep in here, probably five deep. Um, if you made me pick one, assuming English B stays in, I take him for the win. I ended up uh, going to Ramsey's solution off that uh, nice race last time at Kentucky Downs. That was uh, really impressive. This horse has been steadily improving, but um, I think English B is the one to beat. Um, and if English B runs, um, definitely will have to be on, on the pick four ticket. Monarchs Glen uh, is on my list. Also, spectacular Jim. This horse has uh, gotten a nice form for Jimmy Baker to the point that off two wins, they put him in a grade one last time at Churchill and ran okay from a bad post. So this is a softer spot than that was. And then you got Mr. Dumas, who um, has run some big ones and 
on his best day, I think, can produce a race good enough to win this. But uh, Ramsey's solution is going to be the win pick for me. Tenth race, 40K maiden claimer, six and a half furlongs for two-year-olds. Ended up on uh, Twirling Wildcat for Wesley Ward on the drop from Straight Maiden Company. Uh, same angle for it was meant to be on the drop from uh, Straight Maiden Company, the one. Uh, oh, the three, I think, actually picked second. Ambitiously placed, uh, dropping in class, and has shown good speed. Uh, and then uh, Eyes on Point, uh, a debut runner here in a race where I don't think there's any world beaters. Um, I'll take a, a throw in the 10 just on the uh, shot that he hasn't uh, proven what his level is yet. So I'll uh, take the 10 horse also. So I'm going to go four deep when we get to the pick four. How would you see the last leg? Yeah, not a strong race here at all. This is a maiden claimer for 40,000. Um, a lot of horses have proven they can't win for maiden special weight. So I took She's Happy in here. You didn't mention her. Um, two-year-old for Nick Zito, owned by Jim McInvale, and this is a run happy that, that they kept there. So uh, got $140,000 in her off of Keeneland Purchase. And, and uh, Zito, <coughs> excuse me, Zito hasn't been... Uh, uh, hadn't been on fire here, hadn't had any, any horses for three days, but uh, this horse drops out of maiden special weight. If you go back to the debut, the 55 buyer uh, at seven furlongs, and this is a six and a half furlongs, fits very well, even though uh, she got beat that day fairly convincingly at Saratoga. It was a pretty good feel with Jane Gray winning, and nobody else is running anywhere close to a 55 in here, so uh, I think she's got a big shot in here. Uh, ambitiously placed would be my second choice. But, again, her buyer scale is only a 42 at Ellis Park and came back at Churchill and dropped to 50. Only got beat by three-quarters of the length, but that was a very weak field. Uh, so she only got a 36 buyer and a maiden 50. And then I threw in with those two horses, I threw in the first-time starters because I, I've told you in the past on this podcast, maiden claimer with not much good form, I'm always going to use first-time starters because they may be better than the ones who already lost. So eyes on point uh, for Scott Gellner and, and Chantel Sutherland on the outside. And then Essa Gary, or East Sage Rare, I'm not sure how you pronounce that, for Ian Wilkes and B.J. Hernandez. And Ian doesn't usually win first time out, but uh, I think she catches an extremely weak field here. So I think both the first-time starters have a shot here. So I'm going to go four deep when we get to pick four. I'll be rooting for the Nick Zito-trained horse. Love to see him in the winner's circle. I would love to see Nick get a shot like uh, Robbie Alvarado did with a good horse. Uh, Kenny McPeak believed in Robbie that he still had it. I think Nick can still train horses. He just needs the the right horses to train. So hopefully uh, he gets a shot with a good horse again. That'd be fun to see. So in the meantime, maybe get in the winner's circle in the 10th race. Let's talk about the pick four ticket. Um, I'm going to go three deep in the first leg, 189, all the ones we talked about. And actually, as we talked, I, I changed the structure of my ticket. I went deeper in the eighth race and lighter in the ninth. Couldn't do both to keep the ticket affordable. So I went five, six, eight, nine, twelve. In the second leg, I threw in the uh, uh, Michelle Nehi horse that you mentioned um, to uh, add to the list. And then uh, the feature, the allowance feature, I just went too deep. Ramsey Solution and English B. And if they scratch English B, then move somebody else up because uh, I would not be high on the other part of the entry. And then the last leg, one, two, three, six, ten. So it's a $75 ticket for me on the Thursday pick four. How about you? I couldn't narrow it down either. I couldn't find a single. The first leg, I'm just going too deep, though, with the uh, the one and the, and the eight with uh, Eliad and... Uh, uh, the eight horse uh, Delta's Kingdom. So one eight. I'm going to go six eight nine eleven twelve. Five horses in the second leg, and five horses in the third leg. One three five six nine. 
if you can finish it off, I, and that maiden claimer is just so tough. I, I wanted to keep my ticket to $50 or $75. I wound up spending 100 by going four deep with two, three, five, ten, and, I, and I'm like you. I'm really pulling for Nick here, and I think she's got a big shot. Uh, I just can't bring myself to single um, her against this field, and, and I think the two first-time starters could surprise you here. So one eight with six eight nine eleven twelve with one three five six nine with two three five ten for an even hundred dollars. If you don't want to spend that much, you might think about uh, singling one of the two horses in the first leg um, and cutting it in half. But uh, tough to throw out Chad Brown in that one, and tough to throw out Delta's Kingdom. So uh, that's my ticket, a hundred bucks. Best of luck with your wagers on the Thursday card. We'll be back with the Friday card uh, in our next edition of the In the Money podcast, the uh, Buffalo Trace Franklin County on the turf. A turf sprint is the feature on Friday, and the uh, Grade 1 QE2 coming up on Saturday. We'll be talking about them all right here on the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.